speaking of talking about demons, first of all, I, I'm a, I don't know about you, but I'm a big horror movie fan. Yes. I, I've made a few, so yeah. <laughs> have you, oh, nice. I have I have yet to find the horror movie that's really scared me. Um, in recent years, at least, you know, when I was a kid, you know, there was always The Exorcist right. and Poltergeist did a good, pretty good job on me back in the day. But I still close all the closets. The doors. funny, funny thing is, is there is one movie and it's really horrible too. But it does scare it scares me. But it's only because of the visuals in it. Has nothing to do with the plot or, or anything, but um, that first Insidious movie when it came out, because uh, yeah. ever since I was a kid, I had this like reoccurring nightmare about walking down a long hallway towards a, a grandfather clock and having a foreboding feeling because I felt like there was like an evil presence at the end of the hallway. And in the dream, it's yeah. it's like my grandparents' house. I, I never liked staying there when I was a kid because it was a dark hallway and it just it. It sucked. I, I just didn't like it as a kid. It had nothing to do with anything. It was just a long hallway and I was a little kid. But there's this one scene in that movie, even as an adult, like I'm watching it and they're just slowly going down this hallway towards a grandfather clock and you know there's a demon at the end of the hallway and I'm like, I can't watch this movie. Like, like it, right. it brings back <laughs> wow. like PTSD and I'm like, wow, this is really well made. And I started paying attention to it and the, uh, the director did a really good, like the movie sucks. But there's really good visuals in it. Like the, there's very subtle things in it that make it a great cinematic movie with like a really right. bad story. So it just it, movies are a personal experience. Like my favorite movies are B movies. Like I like like Evil Dead, Evil Dead, <laughs> Dead Alive, uh, <laughs> Green Inferno. You know, like Eli Roth movies, stuff like that. Like nothing, nothing oh, good, but you know, stuff that's yeah. just visceral. You know what I mean? Yeah, I saw the, the Green Inferno. That was the one with the uh, the cannibals, right? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. It's that movie's pretty graphic. My favorite part's when that dude just walks into the propeller. <laughs> like we that happened like we stopped and paused it and we were just laughing and laughing and laughing and then um we we saw that one uh hereditary and uh we almost got kicked oh, yeah. out of the theater because there's this great scene where the the little sister she's all anaphylactic and she's hanging out the window and it's supposed to be really serious and tense and the kid like clips a telephone pole and it knocks her head off and we're just like we can't we just all entire group like my entire ghost hunting group sitting there in the row and we just all burst out laughing and like the rest of the the theater is just in dead (gasps) just like oh my god that's the best thing i've ever seen in my life i think i made an audible oh fuck it just comes out of nowhere like it was great i was i was like how did i not see that coming that's something i would have put in like three stooges not this this movie is awesome Right. That was a great Jay- movie, by the way. Was so it was, you with... Oh, go ahead. So was a movie called The Witch. I think oh, it was. Oh, I hate that movie. The Witch. You didn't like it? No, man. I just sat there for like hours the and hours build. and hours just waiting for the punchline. And it just it never <laughs> came. I was like... I like the slow build. I'm a big fan of the slow build. Oh, of course I, I you have to have some slow sort of burn, but there was just... There was no yeah. end to it. It was... You get to the end and I was like... They all had poisoning from a bad crop. Like, what is this? This is terrible. Like, I liked the village better. It's, at least it had a good punch. Oh, the village was great. Yeah, it, that's an underrated one. 
So is Signs. Signs was one Signs of my has one still. of the most horrific scenes in it on the entire planet. And it's when they're watching that video of the news footage and then he just shows the alien. That maniac director yeah. just shows it. He's like, this is what yeah. the monster looks like. Deal with it. And then I had childhood nightmare. Well, I wasn't a kid anymore. Actually, uh, funny story about that. I went to go see that movie with my dad. And I had only been moved out of the house maybe like two years. And I'd moved in with uh, my girlfriend and uh, her family on their ranch. And so to get to our house, like way out in Azel, like almost a Boyd, um, there was this long, like mile long driveway to get down to the house. And there were just rows and rows and rows of corn. And so me and my dad had gone to watch this stupid movie signs, you know, and I was like, Oh, that's a good movie by the end of it. And when I was like, I was good. I wasn't creeped out at all until it's like one in the morning and I'm like driving home. And then I have to make this long walk to the house and there's just all this corn (laughs) off in the distance. I've never ran so fast in my adult life. I was like, Oh my God, I got to get inside. And, uh, uh, ex wife now. When my she, wife, she was in there. She's like, yeah. why, are you, "Why are you breathing so heavy?" I was like, "I ran. I ran from the car. Don't worry about it." <laughs> no when deal. my wife and I were uh, first dating, she lived in McKinney, and I lived in Fort Worth. And I would drive to see her. And McKinney was not really built up at the time, and I'd have to drive through a cornfield. And every time I drive through the cornfield, I would just get completely creeped out, especially oh, at yeah. night. It's uh, being in a cornfield in the middle of the night. Nothing good ever comes of that. You're either in a Stephen King book or you're in an HG Wells book. Neither one's a good situation. (laughs) Either way you're screwed. (laughs) Jay, was it you with me when we saw evil dead Two in, in the theater? I don't think so. Uh, That was a great one, by the way, that was my, my favorite of them. Because that was with somebody, and we were seeing one of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies, and we saw the trailer for Evil Dead 2, and we thought, okay, we've got to come back and see that. That looks that looks good. So we rented Evil Dead 1 and watched it, and then kind of caught on, okay, this is this is kind of a comedy. So right. we went to see Evil Dead 2, and I, I don't even remember who was with me. I just remember we were cracking up the entire oh, it was movie. great. And everybody in the theater was so pissed off at us because we couldn't stop <laughs> laughing because they were expecting it just to be a legit horror movie, not realizing that it's supposed to be kind of funny. That movie is hilarious. That's a ma- that's that's a masterpiece. I love Absolutely. Evil Dead too. Uh, it's so funny. Um, I really I was so sad the- that the series got canceled too. Like I bought stars. Oh, Ash versus yeah, versus I bought Evil stars Dead? just for that. I was like, this is it. This is awesome. <laughs> That was a great show. It's I think it's on Netflix now. You can watch at least you can watch. Well, it's it's over, but you can watch. Yeah, the, the it got repeats. canceled after season three. Now I'm on a. I've been, I've been watching Cobra Kai all week. I'm caught up on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm so pissed off by the way about that because uh, I I thought like the new se- season was coming out like next month or something. So I ended up watching all of it last night. By the way. I stayed up until two thirty, and I watched eight episodes of, sec- of the second season, <laughs> and it's over. And I'm like, "Oh, cool!" And now I'm hearing it's like sometime next year. Yeah, yeah. I, I did. I did the exact same thing you did. I actually watched the last episode right before this. I was like, "All right, I'm going to queue up season three. <laughs> what? 
What is this stupid <laughs> interview with William Zabka? I hate your stupid face. Where is season three? Oh, so pissed off. So it's pissed a good off. show though. It's that good. is a great. I've been I've been reliving my uh, Karate Kid fantasies. You mean yeah, somehow? Tomorrow. Somehow they've managed to to keep that the spirit of the original Karate Kid. Yeah, you feel that you got that same feeling, but you also have. Okay, let's make it's sort of also a little bit making fun of some of the things that happened in in the show. Yeah, and I find myself rooting for uh, uh, what's his name, blonde hair, the bad uh, guy, Johnny. Johnny, I found myself rooting for Johnny. I kind of think uh, I kind of think Daniel's son's sort of a dick. He, he is, yeah, <laughs> I think that, I think the whole premise of that show is based off of that uh, that meme where it was uh, they're like who's the real bully here, you know, and it's, <laughs> it's I don't know. I, th- I think it was a good premise for it because, I, I mean, it's yeah. it's just cool. I like anything where it's like there's two sides to every story. And yes. That's some of the best movies I've seen. The, 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 the movies that uh, you didn't used to, like in the 80s, you didn't see that, 90s. It was a, it was a defined line, good, evil. There's no in-between. But now you see movies where, uh, you know, the, you you get the other guy's uh, sort of view of what's yeah, going it's just on. A, so you kind of like Avengers, like 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 yeah. I, I like the way they wrote Thanos as opposed because in the comics he's just totally evil. He, he's just doing it to be a right. dick. But but like yeah. in the movies they wrote he's an altruist. You know, it's he's not doing yeah. it because he's evil. He's trying to help the universe just in a really Hitlerish sort of way. So it's, it's not right. in his mind. He, right. In his mind, he thinks he's, he's doing, he's doing a good thing, yeah. but yeah, no. Yeah, that's kind absolutely. Of a, that's kind of a Marvel formula is they make the, the villain sort of flawed and likable and, and, and the heroes are more kind of a conceited jerk. Man. That's why, I mean, people love Loki and people love Killmonger and, Thanos seems like well, maybe you know, maybe Thanos was right. Well, after this year, I'm kind of on Thanos' side. So, <laughs> you and me <laughs> yeah, that's, I think you've said that I'm a few times. For, Thanos I'm is waiting right. For the snap. <laughs> Ozymandias is right. <laughs> oh man! And then after last week, I'm just I was devastated to hear about uh, Chadwick. Oh Bosman. man, yeah, that hit me like a ton of bricks. I was just like, when 2020 doesn't seem like it can really get any worse. And Black right. Panther dies. What is going uh, on? Exactly. Oh my God, that was horrible. Uh, yeah, and then um, I saw all these posts where um, kids are they got all their little Marvel superheroes all lined up for like a funeral, and they're whole, and do these kids are like bawling, uh, and I'm like, my soul's already destroyed. Like, stop. <laughs> oh my that. God. I can't even. Well, I I, I pull those up and I look at. I was like, I'm just streaming tears. I'm like, I can't look at yeah, this. I, and I'm a nerd at heart, man. Like I've I've always loved comic books ever since I was a little kid. Like, I mean, obviously, look around my studio. Oh, Conan Uh-oh. the Barbarian, though. <laughs> and he was sick while filming that movie. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. had he's had he colon cancer just, since uh, 2017. And I was like, man, chemo did great things for his body, like. Yeah, and he was bound to turn. I, I I heard that like on his last movie that he filmed that he was just really really sick during the entire movie filming it. He was in pain, but he just kept going. Yeah. 
and he was he was ready to power through on the neck on the the Black Panther sequel. Speaking of which, I've heard that uh, the Marvel the fans are speaking up about uh, the fact that they don't think they should recast. No, I, I think Black I think Panther. they're gonna. I, I think they're going to do basically what the fans have been saying. And I think they're going to pass the uh, Black Panther mantle down to his little sister. And I think that's a great idea. I think that's what happens in the comic. I, I, I didn't read a lot of Black Panther growing up. I, I'm not super familiar with that one, but I think that's what actually happens at some point. So it, w- it would totally make sense to do that, especially with like the rules uh, that they set up in that universe, like in, in the first movie in uh, all that with how it like succeeds down the line. I think it'd be a great way to do that. And they've already shown her as like a formidable fighter, you know, in in game, like yeah. she's super smart. She can fight. And I, I think there need to be more female superheroes. And I think there need to be more black superheroes and you have a black female superhero. Like that would be awesome. That'd be, That's a great idea. Yeah, I absolutely. Just, I, that would, that would be the, even if the actor hadn't died in real life, I think that that should have been yeah. the natural succession of it anyway maybe after black panther 2 or something it just yeah it's it's great writing i think i think one of my favorite scenes in in game just watched that recently again a couple weeks ago was the scene in towards the end of the movie where all the female marvel superheroes came together just all had the all had each other's back that was just awesome i thought it was great yeah. A Force. That's what they call it. That was from the the comics. The all the all female Avengers was called A Force, and that's what they Man. they call that scene. Man, y'all weren't kidding it. when you said your show is all over the map. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> and and it, it always goes back to Marvel, one way or another. I hadn't got that far. Which through is your funny show, because so. I'm more <laughs> I'm more of a DC guy because you know I mean, super Superman's my he's my man he's oh, my guy. You're one of those. <laughs> but you know the DC movies just they they don't hold up to 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 what Marvel's done. You know done, I think except for everybody likes to gripe about the DC movies, but I think individually most of them are really excellent movies. But as soon as they started trying to make it stand like the mcu that's where it kind of all started to really fall apart like i I remember when batman begins came out i was like oh why are they rebooting this like i really like michael keaton and and then they did val kilmer blah 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 blah. you know and then batman begins was really good and the dark knight was really good and then the third one sucked and then i I heard they're like oh we're gonna make ben affleck batman i'm like oh this is gonna be horrible and then i actually think ben affleck is probably one of the best batmans that's ever had the cow, but the writing for the movies was not, you know, a hundred percent, you know, there was too much stuff in there and, and now they're rebooting And sad to say the new reboot with, uh, with uh, captain twilight looks really good. I'm like, wow, it does look good. Doesn't it? That yeah. Looks, yeah. That looks, that, that looks like the Batman yeah. I've always wanted. And I think they're going to do world's yeah. greatest detective Batman, which really excites me being a science nerd. Oh, that'd be cool. I think that's yeah. going to be awesome. I was really happy with Wonder Woman. I could care less about Aquaman. I don't care who plays him. Um, I'm sorry, Aquaman. <laughs> I just I, that's I I thought that was I, I watched that movie. I wanted to like it. I couldn't uh, like I just, it. I just and, and I, I like Jason I, Momoa. I like I, I was I do. I was too. fine with the direction yeah. of it, but I was just like I don't care. I don't care about Fish Boy. 
in in super fish powers. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, but that that Wonder Woman movie, Gal Gadot. I mean, good lord, she's amazing. Yeah, she's good. I, good. I mean, I hated the end of the movie. Like you. They did the same thing that they did with Justice League, where there's like, all right, can it? We're done. Let's let's move right. on. Yeah. And it's they're just really bad at finishing things. I I just I don't know. But uh, Flash sounds really good. They've got Ben Affleck and Michael Keaton coming back for Batman to be in Flash. I heard that. Yeah. Um, I really like the the DC TV series. They did really good with that. Did you see the uh, the the big crossover this year? The one with uh, and by the way, speaking of which, I'm a big fan. I'm a, you know being the big Superman fan. I thought Brandon Ruth getting to play Superman again. Oh, yeah, dude, I was I was all he, in on that. I thought that was great. He was, and you know what? He was so much better than than he was in the movie. That something about the writing in that movie just felt yeah, like that it was, was what just, uh, Superman Returns. And it, yeah. I didn't even feel like that yeah. movie was that bad. It was just, it was a product of its Wasn't time. It? Like it's, it's dated now yeah. is, is what the problem is with it. I just, I, I felt like he was more, he was more the Superman Clark Kent I wanted to see in that movie uh, when on the DC shows. I mean, like with the crossover. Yeah. Uh, DC, I've and, always been a huge Constantine fan. Um, you know, I read, yeah. you know, back when it was Valiant, I, I read a, uh, hellblazer growing up and i was just all in and even though it's nothing like the comic i liked the keanu reeves constantine movie and um when they came out with the show like i was all in on that i thought the show was perfect i like justice league dark and all that and so when i found out he was going to be on the crossover and constantine was going to be in there i was all about that and also really like the shazam movie like i could care less about shazam but they did a good job on that. that was a great movie yeah. that was fun they, they took oh, yeah. like dc is doing really good at taking properties nobody cares about anymore and making those fun to watch like True. they're hitting it out of the park yeah. with that but then they keep going back to superman and batman and screwing it up by the second installment <laughs> yeah and maybe that's what they need to do because that's what marvel did a lot of is taking the heroes that the characters that weren't the A-listers, and that's what they built. Oh yeah, every the everybody on. in the Avengers, uh, when that's, when they did that, like none of those characters were A-listers. Like nobody cared about Iron Man in the comics. He was just a burnout alcoholic. Nobody cared. Um, Ant Man, yeah, you know, to his wife. You know, nobody liked Ant Man very much. Um, that's a good point. I mean, like I saw, like I, I had, I, I knew nothing about Iron Man. I didn't give a shit about Iron Man. Saw the movie and. That just, I thought it was amazing. Uh, they couldn't have cast it better. What's funny I mean, is Robert Downey, yeah, they couldn't have cast it better. He plays it nothing like the comics. He just made it, he just played himself. He's like, yeah, I'm, I used to be an alcoholic. Uh, <laughs> if I had a suit of armor, this is how I would act. And he was snarky and everybody liked it. And it yeah. has since reshaped the comics. Like they came out with the, uh, the Nemesis Protocol comics after that. And then they just, they basically recast the written MCU based off of that. Oh, wow. Because the original Tony Stark, he was more of a Captain America type character. Like he wasn't funny. He was real rigid, real stiff, and just had a uh, alcohol problem. And uh, eventually yeah. got cancer and, and ended up giving a suit to uh, uh, somebody else. I can't remember his name. Uh, I, th I think he, I think he gave it to uh, Rhodey actually, but uh 
okay. he became War Machine for a little while and then actually became Iron Man for a little while. But yeah, it was totally different. And then somehow they managed to make Captain America kind of likable. Captain America is a dick. Like, no one likes Captain America. Captain America doesn't like Captain America. Well, if just, you read the old ones, all they were almost all like, none of them were likable when you read the old ones. Because I... I Except maybe Peter Parker. He was always related because he was just a teenager with like everyday problems. Beaten down. Yeah. Yeah, just all kinds of problems. Because I, I started reading some, I got some Moon Knight from the library and started reading mm-hmm. those. And even those older ones, it's just, it's so different. You, you, you know that whatever they write that's going to come out, it's going to be a completely different character than what those stories were like written written back then. It's just, there's no the, the personalities are so shallow yeah and that that really changed when uh todd mcfarlane founded uh image comics because he gave everybody he actually ruined the uh, comic book industry but at the same time he gave all the writers a run for their money because all of a sudden he was writing these characters where you know it's uh spawn he's a hell he's a character from hell but somehow is you know your good guy he wrote anti-heroes and things like that and so everybody had to up their game and and adapt everything and then you you as a result of that you end up with like new mutants and uh they they start exploring these different things in the marvel universe and dc got really dark after that like that's when constantine was founded uh or uh valiant comics was made and they put constantine in there and uh uh swamp thing when did watchmen come in and uh let's see uh alan moore wrote that in 89 i think i don't know i've got it sitting right here because it seems like maybe then it seems like Watchmen was the first one where the where the heroes were i think i think that came in around more. uh sometime between 89 and in in 92 i can't remember it was it was very early 90s though i know i know alan moore did it and he actually did it as like a six-part series. And, and that one was really tongue-in-cheek because it, w- it was kind of modeled after the Cold War era. Because I, th- I think Nixon gets a third term in it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I actually haven't seen the HBO good. series yet. I heard it's extremely good, but I haven't had time to sit down and watch it. I well, had a friend recently. I went to their house, and he had bought the, the original one because he liked the HBO series so much that he, he bought it. And his, his telling was like, this is – the movie's good too. The movie's good, but this is really this this one is really good because it's got. Uh, I mean, it's, the, the the movie was pretty close to it, I thought, but it also has that second that comic within the comic where the 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 I guess it's a homeless guy and he's standing by the comic by the magazine stand and the whole time he's reading this comic and then so you can see the story that he's right. reading, which is really gory and and uh, and it, it's a great story itself, and, and you've got both stories woven into it. Is it time for another toast? I think it is. Probably. Yeah. Let's do one more. It's 1030. We were like three hours. I have no idea how I'm going to edit this. <laughs> since, since, we're, well, good since luck. we're so far from uh, your topic, <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I may have to do a second you know one great? of these. <laughs> <laughs> what's great about this i mean we can make we can make the we can make the paranormal that's that's one topic we can make uh marvel that's another topic we need to talk more dc we'll stick some more D, dc in there do a, we, a dc versus a marvel debate movies. that would be a really good episode oh that that would be a good episode i like that 
Hey now. All right, Shane. It's your turn okay. to do it toast. Am I up? Yeah, you're up. Make it so. Alrighty. Well then. Here's to the great artistic genius Pablo Picasso. His last words were drink to me. Who am I to question a genius? The salute. Thank you, Internet. My wife uh, decided that she wanted to, because she she loves the new Star Trek movies, the ones with Chris Pine and Zachary Quinto. I love them, yes. Oh, me too. Me too. So she decided she wanted to watch the original series because she's never seen it. And one of the first episodes, I think it was the first episode, uh, it was the first episode, uh, the, the, the first of two pilots, and uh, they had Christopher oh, Pike. Uh, the Cage, the, okay, yeah. I mean, yeah. He, I'm a, I'm and, a, <laughs> I know my Star Trek lore. <laughs> yeah. So sh- I thought it was interesting that uh, was something I'd, I guess I'd never noticed before. They He referred to his second in command as number one his and and you didn't hear that really again until the right, next generation yeah. i thought that was kind of cool yeah because uh you know what kirk never really had a uh he never really verbally designated like a second in command i guess you always kind of assume it's spock or whatever but spock is just the science officer spock's right, a science yeah. officer check off you know he drives um, Takei, or no, Takei drives. Chekhov was the, the weapons guy. Bones was a doctor. I mean, who Ahura was a communications person. So there really was no like commander, like a number one. So that's right. that is kind of interesting. I didn't think about that. There's no Riker. He needs a Riker. And I tell you what, I, I'm really just fingers crossed that the, that they do another Star Trek movie with the original with not the original but with the, with the uh, Kelvin crew the Chris Pine yeah, yeah. Uh, I, th- I think they're talking about it I, I've, I've seen some talks about it but they had, they had some like production I think one of the producers uh, that was originally on board fell out yeah oh, and then also uh, uh, what's his face died uh, the kid who plays Chekhov oh the guy yeah, uh, something Anton. Yeah, Yeltsin? yeah, that's it, Anton Yeltsin. He was yeah. man. Talk yeah. about an underrated actor. He had done a bunch of great low key things. You would, you just never even think of. Like everything he was in was really good, and then yeah, like stuffed out and just completely forgot. But he was a really good actor. And what a horrible, horrible way just just to die. I mean, just just screwed up. I mean, it's just a stupid freak accident. Yeah. Just, just horrible. I bet he's still lingering around that house. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like somebody was trying to wrangle a topic back in. <laughs> Doesn't it? I, 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 I know that. I, I have to run my own podcast. I'm like, and to tie that back into uh, paranormal, you guys ghosts use tampons. What? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm not going to. I'm not going to sink, sink my teeth into that hook, buddy. Beep, beep.